And welcome back, everybody, to DECAL Download, our weekly podcast from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning with the latest news and information. Here with Commissioner Amy Jacobs, I'm Reg Griffin. We appreciate you joining us this week and every week. You can always find us at decal.ga.gov or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Well, it's the time of year when high school seniors across the state begin receiving acceptance letters from various colleges and making plans for starting their higher education in the fall. But what if we told you one Atlanta high school senior has been accepted by 21 colleges with scholarships totaling more than $1 million? Commissioner, when we heard about Taylor Edwards, we knew we wanted to talk with her. Absolutely. What an amazing story that I know I can't wait to hear more about, but um, early congratulations on that. That's quite an accomplishment. Just applying to 21 colleges would be a lot of work and I'm (laughs) much less being accepted to 21 colleges. Like I can't even imagine that whole process, but I'm sure we'll hear about that. That's tough enough, but yeah, (laughs) just going through now all the letters and trying to decide, we're going to see if we can get Taylor to tell us what her future plans are. I could go off on a personal story about how I was a horrible high school senior whose high school counselor, former state representative Joyce Chandler, (laughs) had to remind him uh, that it was time to apply in January prior to spring. And I applied to one school and got accepted. And that's how I came into a relationship with Georgia State University. Taylor, on the other hand, completely different story. So we're excited to have uh, joining us on the podcast, Taylor Edwards. She is a senior at Midtown High School in Atlanta, along with her mom, Robin Lewis. Ladies, welcome to the podcast today. Hello. Hi, thank you for having us. Well, we're excited to have you. Taylor, how does it feel to have 21 colleges invite you to their campuses this fall and how are you sorting through all of those acceptance letters and scholarships? Um, 21, it's a lot. It's a crazy amount because there's a lot of colleges out there in the world. Um, but I think I was, well, I was really excited when I first got my um, first acceptance, but I did not expect all of them to keep coming in. Like, I didn't realize <laughs> I applied to this many schools. Like, I'm <laughs> Oh, okay, I'll just apply here and just keep going. But um, it's just a really stressful time um, applying, but it's all worth it at the end, obviously. Well, now help us out a little bit because it's been a while, obviously. It's been a minute since we applied for colleges. How do you do it now? Is it still letters and forms that you physically, physically have to mail in or do you do it all online? And how did you decide which ones you wanted to apply to? So I use Comet app and on Comet app, you can only apply to 20 schools on there. So I did like mostly like the harder schools on Common app. And then also other schools just have their own application that you use because Common app, like I said, you can only apply to 20 and that may not be enough for some students and they may want to apply to uh, more colleges and they can just use their um their own application but everything's mostly like online you don't have to mail in any papers unless it's maybe like your transcript Mm -hmm. or like application fee but that's about it 
the world has changed. Yeah, it, it's changed, Reg. You, you've outdated yourself. I clearly, yeah. I see. I had to like put letters together and yeah, staple yeah. them and mm-hmm. get Manila on. Which envelopes. is why you only applied to one school. So there's <laughs> maybe, <your excuse. laughs> maybe that's it. Um, and I did want to ask Taylor, what was the first school that you got your first acceptance? Um, I think it was University of Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, mom, I know you had a big role in this, obviously, not just with college uh, applications and now decisions, but the whole, her whole entire life. But what was your reaction to all of this attention and interest in Taylor? Um, you know, at first, when she received her first scholarship, because, well, University of Pittsburgh, they did uh, send money with their acceptance letter and it was like oh wow okay this is <laughs> yeah. great and then it was like the the very next day LSU sent her um their acceptance and scholarship offer and I was like well wow Taylor so um we put a bet out there we said oh let's just wait to see if you're going to get to 200,000 not mm. knowing maybe like Three weeks later, she was at 200,000. Wow. So we're like, oh my gosh. But um, so we just, in our family, we kind of made it um, a running joke or bet. But we're it, we're serious and we were wanting it, but we're like, let's just see if you're going to get to a million dollars, not <laughs> knowing that it was going to be actually that, you know? And so when she hit 900 something thousand, we said, oh, this is real because all of the schools that she had applied to, everyone probably maybe like three had offered her a lot of money. And we said, well, well, Taylor, you really are the real thing. <laughs> so um, it, it went viral on um, social media through the support of friends and family, everyone congratulating her. And when... Um, WSB reached out. He was like, oh, Taylor, I sent her a message. I said, you have a, a, a interview. She was like, with who? And it just kind of went there. With our friends that are in Tennessee, in Valdosta, in New Jersey, has, in Texas, had told us that they saw her. Oh, like, wow. this really went national. So um, it's, it's been an amazing uh, adventure. She's the oldest. Um, I'm in the car right now. I just dropped her one of her little brothers off at school. So she has been um, an inspiration to them, but also they're like biting their nails. Like, how are we going to get yeah. <laughs> to be like where Taylor is? You know, because right. our standards for ed- education is extremely high in our mm-hmm. family. And so she's made us extremely proud thus far. And um, so, you know, it's, it's been fun for, for the firstborn. Awesome. She has raised the bar. Yeah, definitely. For has. little brother, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, Taylor, you're captain of the track team. You're in Beta Club and National Honor Society. You maintain an A-plus average, which is a foreign language to me, by the way. A-plus <laughs> average. Um, but specifically, what do you think it was that attracted all of these colleges to you? Um, so mainly like I would look based on location sometimes. Um, I did apply like to school in like California because obviously California is a big, um, state like Los Angeles, a big city, but outside of like California, I kind of applied to 
most schools like that's not too far away from Georgia because the only way I was going to be um, away from my family was if I went to California. But I also did research like I did apply to schools after I did research like popular schools like you know, University of Kentucky's like big on athletics. LSU is just all around good school. And then I also just applied to like random schools just like to see because you always have to have those safety schools just as backup. Um, but yeah, I never really put a lot of stress on myself, like you said, like being like captain and all these extracurriculars. And I know people say like high school is really stressful. I don't remember having like a stressful time period in high school besides like when COVID hit, but that was like stressful for everyone. Mm -hmm. But outside of COVID, I I don't know. I never was worried about like anything like with my grades because if a grade was bad, I knew I could fix it, but I was just never stressed. So I just kept going with the flow and I was like, okay, I'm just going to apply here, here, here. And if I get in, I get in. If I don't, I don't. And it's okay. Right. Taylor and I are a lot alike. If you think about it, I was never stressed in high school and, oh, and it shows for different reasons, Reg, for different right. reasons. <laughs> well, Robin, you guys obviously have received a lot of media coverage around all of this. And one of your comments really stood out to us. And you said Taylor has been excited about school since entering pre-K. So can you tell us more about that and her pre-K experience? Yes. Um, so Taylor, my mother retired right when I um, got married. And then a year later had Taylor. And so Taylor was able to stay at home with my mother. And I always say that my mother should have been an educator because um, she really was Taylor's first teacher. And she made sure that Taylor was beyond ready when pre-K, um, when she got accepted into the school, Robert Shaw Elementary Theme School in DeKalb County. And so she was so excited about going. She used to say, I can't wait. This is Taylor. I can't wait to do project homework. I can't wait to meet my friends. And my mother was fluent in Spanish. So time like really she started caring for Taylor at six weeks. She was speaking Spanish and she put whatever, let's just say was um, the door or the s telephone. She would put um, little tags that said phone and then she would write it in Spanish too. So Taylor could read it in English and Spanish. So Taylor, when she went to Robert Shaw, she started taking Spanish. They had a Spanish teacher. And that teacher told me one day, she said, Taylor is the first student I ever had that already knew Spanish. But she was so excited about pre-K. Her teacher, Miss Byron, um, had nothing but great things to say. Taylor was always ready for school. Um, me and her were going through our, her awards maybe over the weekend, Friday or Friday or Saturday. But anyway, she um, I was pulling out perfect attendance. Like Taylor never wanted to miss school. She was she always did stellar work. She was always getting the awards and it never phased her. She just really enjoyed learning. And um, pre-K was, she doesn't really remember. She said, cause I asked her, I said, do you remember anything about pre-K? She, she was like, you know, she remember reading time, being in the circle playing, but I actually remember um, the excitement every day that she, she had. She was, she loved the, um, 
the pre-K program, well, the pre-K class, her, her teacher, her classroom, she was, she just never wanted to miss school. And um, that program at Robert Shaw really helped catapult her to, uh, of course, kindergarten learning, but it was a little advanced, you know? So I think that school set the precedent for her because um, she's always just been excited about learning something, learning something different, taking on challenges. And that had to start at four years old when she was in pre-K. Right. Mm. What is um, what is grandma called? Grandma or is there another name? Nana. Nana. <laughs> that My mom was was Nana. And I I'm a strong believer in Nana University because okay. something about that opportunity uh, that is just classic and um, you can't put a price on it, that kind of attention. So I think that's great. Um, so Taylor, do you remember what kind of memories do you have about pre-K and those, those early years of, of learning? What kind of sticks out in your mind? Um, like my mom said, I don't remember much from pre-K besides the reading time, but I do remember that I used to, I actually wanted to be a teacher because my favorite teacher at elementary school was my first grade teacher. And mm -hmm. I loved her so much. I was like, I'm going to be a teacher just like her. And so Nana, my grandmother, <laughs> she would print out homework sheets for me and I would, and we would like play school. Like she would be the teacher and I would be the student. And I would just sit there and just like do a bunch of work like I would learn how to write in cursive it'll be like math work like just outside of school like after I just got done doing more school work <laughs> I would go back to her house and do more <laughs> after and it's not even like school work that I had to like turn in I was just doing it for fun yeah I do remember that um I also remember I was really like um a part of everything in my elementary school because since it was a theme school um like we had to wear uniform they had everything kind of together and learning there was like really really fun i was i remember um for like black history month i got on the stage and i was singing i can't even sing in real life i don't know what <laughs> to go on stage and sing and I thought I did so good but probably <laughs> <I> did <laughs> um I in like at award ceremonies like my mom said I would get all these different awards like principals list honor roll citizenship award I don't even know what that is a student <laughs> like I was just but I didn't real like I think maybe I just didn't realize like how good I was at like catching on a task and learning. Like I was just there having fun, minding my business, mm -hmm. but just hearing my mom talk about it now, I was like, okay, maybe it did have an effect on me like in high school. Yeah. Do any books stand out that you like to read early on? One of my favorite books, The Outsider. Um, I actually cried when I read that book. Um, the Hate You Give, um, The Codis Winner, um, One of Us is Lying. I really like fiction slash, slash mystery books mm -hmm. to be kept on my toes because that's what's going to make me keep reading the book. Like, I need to know what happens next. Yeah. That's awesome. I'll have to put those on the reading list, Reg. Mm -hmm, absolutely. 
All right, Taylor. So have you made a final decision about where you're going this fall? You don't have to tell us if you're not ready, but we have to ask. And if you have it, like, when do you think you have to make that decision? Because I mean, it's the deadline's coming up, right? Yeah, um, I have made my decision where I'm going. <laughs> um, if it's okay with my mom, I'll, I'll release my... It's up to y'all. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, Taylor, if you would like to, I like to say it's been unofficial, official kind of thing, <laughs> but I mean, it, it's really her comfort level, you know, um, May 1st is the deadline. So where she, uh, where we agreed that, she, yes, you can go there. She can say it, but it's not like she doesn't have other options because we have not sent in our deposit yet, just because we're still in talks. But I, Taylor, if you're comfortable with saying it, you can, you can say it. <laughs> okay, so um, this upcoming fall, I will be attending University of Miami. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Miami, and that's not too far from home. I mean, at least it's not California. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you have to be happy about that, right? What a great school, oh, yeah. what a great town, not too far from home. It also has sports. It sounds like it's a well-rounded, like, can you tell us like one or two things about why did you choose the University of Miami? You have so many choices. Okay, so when I applied, I accidentally applied for early decision <laughs> and not early action. So like I didn't turn in the early decision um, letter. So they were like, oh, we're just going to move you to regular decision. So usually like with regular decision, like you don't get like scholarship money like that because you waited to like towards the end to apply. So um, maybe it was like two weeks ago, they emailed me and I was like, oh, I got it. And they gave me money. I was like, okay. So my mom was telling me how she, the school that I'm going to, she sees like orange in their school colors. And so obviously University of Miami um, has orange. But the only problem with that school is the tuition because, you know, this is really expensive. Yeah. But like all the research that I did, like I looked up like housing, dining, stuff with my major. Like I really do. I watch YouTube videos. I really feel like I could fit into that school. It's just the um, tuition. That's the problem. But I do want to become a dermatologist so I could pay off that my debt like <laughs> really you're already planning ahead you're incredible <laughs> well congratulations that sounds amazing and if you change your mind we understand <laughs> that's right um and what what do you major in to become a because you want to become a dermatologist what would you major in um, if you want to be a doctor, you can basically major in anything in undergrad because you're going to have to go to medical school for four more mm -hmm. years. And that's where you actually learn stuff about being a doctor. But I just still stuck with biology um, just so when I get into medical school, I may know like some most of the basics, like I know some of the stuff. So I won't be like completely clueless. For right. Right. Makes sense. School. Of course, she's going to be a doctor. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, why? Why am I surprised by that? Um, so, Robin, here at Decal, we always talk about the importance of parents and family being involved in their children's schools and education. What advice would you give uh, to parents that might be listening today? Well, um, you have to stay the course. You know, sometimes you might feel like if there's a if your child 
is struggling in math or science, whatever the subject is, you have to know that they feel that tension themselves. So it's not just um, them getting a C, it's, okay, how did we get to this? Let's figure out the challenges. You know, it's not um, it's not going to be an easy thing. So I say it's your homework, too. I always have to will still tell my children, you know, I've been in the third grade. Um, I know that the anxiety that math can bring upon you. Some some people overlook the power of having tutors because the schools that my children go to, they offer free tutoring. But also we did supplement. Um, something supplemental things as like as far as like Kumon, you know. So mm-hmm. I say, think about other resources. Um, Taylor's dad is really great with math, so I would I always just pushed over there. Like go to that parent, or there's a cousin, there's someone that can help as far as your children having um, challenges. But let's just say your child doesn't have any challenges; they go through school with um with ease you still hold their hand you still support them you still say oh i love the way that you wrote that poem i love how you enunciated that word oh you just make me so proud i wish i was that smart when i was in the third grade or in the the 12th grade oh just and keep encouraging them because um they want your approval instead of just always critiquing just say oh i loved how you did that oh you look nice today how was school every day when the children get in the car i ask them um since they were little what was your highlight what was the best part about school because i don't want them to make school like um a bad thing or you know school is exciting and get ready to take on your day and just know that we're here to support you if you need anything. Get to know the teacher. That's the other thing that I think that is also um, important as far as your your child's school career. Get to know the teachers. Become familiar in the school building. You know, say hi to the principal. <laughs> you know, like let them know that yes, my child has support. I'm also here if you you need to say anything. So just become a part of the school's community that makes your 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 child feel i think even more secure i think taylor got so familiar with seeing me around her school and going to her extracurricular activities not missing awards program that also helped her too because she knows she has support mm-hmm. all really good advice uh robin i have a 13 year old and a nine year old so i'm gonna take some of your advice <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So, Taylor, what advice do you have for young people planning to go to college? I my advice is to not put pressure on yourself, because I know um, a lot of students, they're like, I have to get this grade or I have to maintain this uh, GPA to go to this school and that school and that school. Honestly, with college applications applications they do look at your grades and your gpa your test scores but they mainly look at who you are as a person through your application and like yes take your grades very seriously because that's what's going to get you into college but also you always have to be yourself every step of the way um because like in writing portions of applications they ask about you like what's your opinion on this and that tell me about yourself um so don't 
focused just like on your grades and trying to be perfect because not everything is going to be perfect. Like you're going to have some bumps down the road. Like you may not get that one A, like you may have all A's and just that one B on your report card. And that may feel like the rest of your life is ruined, (laughs) but it's not. Um, So just, and also have a plan. You don't want to go into college not knowing what you're going to do because those four years are going to go by fast. Like high school went by fast. Now that I'm looking at it, even though it was like going by slow during the time. (laughs) And next thing, like, you know, like I'm going to be graduating college soon and you don't want to graduate and just not have a plan for yourself so I say just start early start brainstorming like you don't need to like by like your senior year you want to have some type of plan but I'm not saying like if you're in ninth grade right now you don't have to have a set plan on what you want to do because I've changed my career so many times (laughs) and now that I feel comfortable with what I want to do in life, I feel like that's just going to set me up in success. So just be yourself all around and just plan out your future. And I think you'll be fine. Just don't stress. Don't put any pressure on yourself. And that's it. Yeah. Great advice. Well, Taylor and Robin, it has been great to meet you guys. Go hurricanes. That's all we're going to (laughs) say. A University of Miami, look out. You are in for, you're in for a hurricane. Her name is yeah. Taylor and she <laughs> is coming your way. And um, we're just so excited about everything that lies ahead. And again, Taylor, no pressure. If you do change your mind, it's okay. But I'm putting the pennant up in the studio here and um, we're going to cheer you on from Atlanta, but never forget where you, where you came from. So Atlanta's home yeah. and yeah. always come back. <laughs> But good luck to you and and to your mom. I guess Robin will be That's popping in now at the University of Miami. You right. see her down the I, hall I will. in the dorms. You're gonna see her in the food hall. <laughs> I, I told her. I said we're gonna uh, we're coming um, in in May. Not May. I'm sorry. November. November fifth because they play Florida State okay. in football. So we're like, okay, we'll be there in November. She's <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, you can, after go I, ahead. I told her after I move in um, that when I go to the beach, I better not see her laying on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. On her that, would, back home. <laughs> that would be the ultimate, wouldn't it? Mom yeah. on the beach. Yeah, just <laughs> something, something about that. Well, you guys, thanks so much for spending time with us. And again, all the best uh, in your future. And uh, Taylor, we're all going to make an appointment with you in a few years. Yeah. But it won't be long. We'll, we'll see you then. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Now, what are your questions for Commissioner Jacobs? Let's go to the water cooler. Hi, I'm Tina Crooms, and I work in the CAPS division here in Metter, Georgia. My question for Commissioner Jacobs is, did I see where it's already time to select two new pre-K teachers of the year? Uh, Well, hey, Tina, thanks so much for the question. You are exactly right. It is time for uh, the process to begin again to select our two pre-K teachers of the year. It always comes around really, really quickly, but uh, we try to give it enough time um, to announce um, some finalists and then choose the two winners, usually in the September timeframe. So yes, we do hope that pre-K teachers have submitted their application and we will begin that review process very soon. Hard to believe, you know, we're just getting to know I know. It happens every year, though, right? <laughs> we're we're getting does. to know the two, and then it's time to find two more, but it's just the way the process works. It is. And they're still the teachers of the year. So just because we started the process to find their replacements, <laughs> they're That's still right. the teachers of the year. 
No pressure. Okay. <laughs> Here's your chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers we receive. Email your response to decal download at decal.ga.gov. Here's the question. Today, we talked with high school senior Taylor Edwards. What high school does she attend? Today, we talked with high school senior Taylor Edwards. What high school does she attend? Answer that question at decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. You could win a prize from Chick-fil-A, Georgia Aquarium, the Georgia Lottery, the School Box, Shake Shack, Waffle House, Wild Adventures Theme Park in Valdosta, and the World of Coca-Cola Museum. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for listening to the Decal Download Podcast. The Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning improves outcomes for children and families by strengthening early learning experiences and partnership with early education programs, professionals, stakeholders, families, and communities. Their vision is that every child in Georgia will have equal access to high-quality early care and education. For more information, visit their website at decal.ga.gov. Join the conversation at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.